Hello, this is Robbie Lee. And Sam. And with us today is Bane and Bruce. They will be adding color commentary. <laughs> um, but today's movie is King Richard, which is not, as I initially thought, a movie about a King Richard. You know, like old-timey <laughs> British people talking. Anyway, this is the Will Smith movie. Um, that is about Richard uh, Williams and his daughters, uh, Venus and Serena Williams. You may have heard of them, big tennis stars. Um, but it's basically about him uh, training his daughters and the struggles that he, he him and his, the family went through trying to get them the proper training, the proper uh, funding to kind of live this, see this dream through. Um, coming from Compton, California, they didn't have obviously the the um, resources that a lot of other younger people might may have had uh, for multiple reasons. But uh, we'll get into the um, you know the more details of the movie as we as we discuss it. But Sam, what did you think of King Richard? I absolutely loved this movie. I'm a huge fan of Will Smith, first of all. I've always been a fan of uh, Will Smith, and I think he did great in this movie. He does great in everything he does. Um, I think focusing on the dad as opposed to Venus and Serena, I mean, they were a huge part of this. You know, they were 50% of this movie, but I feel like the movie focusing on the dad and what the parents had to go through um, was really special and really important, and I'm glad that they did. I'm glad they did the movie this way. Um, it just made me so happy to see a dad be so protective and so loving and caring and invested in his daughters. Um, it was just a beautiful thing to see, and I love how disciplined he was. Um, and the mom, too. I mean, they both had a huge part in Venus in teaching Venus and Serena uh, tennis and keeping them disciplined and with their practicing and stuff because they were their coaches uh, before they were able to get actual tennis coaches. Um, so they Absolutely. showed them everything they knew about tennis and, and they're the ones, the parents were the ones that um, really brought out their tennis skills so that they could kind of audition to get a coach uh, to help them with their tennis careers. So, I mean, the parents deserve a lot of credit for for Venus and Serena and their talents and everything they went through. I like that they showed um, how tough it was to, to do this, to practice with five young... They had five girls, and so it, to do it in Compton, and they showed where... You know, they had gangs messing with them and um, and their courts were not of the best, you know, quality quality. And um, and it was just their dad, just their mom and dad playing with them and teaching them. And you see the girls all squished in a van going to practice after school and doing their homework on the tennis courts. And I'm, I'm sure it was rough. It was hard. Um, but I'm glad they showed that. And um because it's important. It's important for people to see that 
you can come from anywhere as long as you put in the hard work and determination and and you can accomplish your wildest dreams. And I really do like that they um, showed how the dad always had a plan for everything. And I guess his motto was, if you fail to plan, then your plan is to fail. And so he made the girls write in their journals every night for a, their plan for the next day. And I, I love that he did that. This man was very smart. He was a very smart man. Just by seeing the things that they, they showed us about him in this movie, I was like, wow, this guy... He was manifesting champions before they were even born. He was speaking this. He was speaking Venus and Serena into existence before they were even born. And it's just that um, living your life with intention. Uh, I'm sure everyone's heard that. Like live your life with intention. He did. He is. He's the def- definition of living your life with intention. He had a goal. He had a plan. And he lived it every single day. And he made sure all of his daughters planned their days and lived each day with the intention of succeeding and trying hard and being humble. And that's what I love that they showed where even though the girls were getting better and better, he still wanted them to be humble and he didn't want them bragging and stuff. So he still kept them very grounded. And I love that the most important thing to him was was not even tennis. He wanted them to be kids. He wanted them to go to school. They weren't allowed to play tennis if they didn't make straight A's. Um, he had them learning different languages and, you know, just he wanted them to be kids. And so he took Venus out of the juniors, which I didn't know what they were, but I guess what the juniors is is like tennis tournaments for younger kids. And I guess that's where young, the younger kids get scouted, right? And so they get um, funding sometimes, coaching um, by being spotted at these junior tournaments. But he didn't want the girls to be burnt out. So even though Venus was 63-0, and 0, he pulled her out of the juniors. And, and Serena, he pulled them both out of the juniors. He didn't want them playing because um, he didn't want them to get burnt out. He wanted them to have an education because he – kept saying like okay after tennis what are they going to do they're just going to be broke and not know anything so it was very important to him that they kept going to school and they just grew up as kids and of course they were practicing the entire time in between school and and having fun um they just weren't competing sorry can you hear the voice that's their color commentary like i stated earlier. (laughs) yeah so um, I loved that about Richard, um, and he talks about how rough it was for him growing up, you know, being chased chased by the KKK, and how um, it was still segregated as he was growing up, and he would get beaten on by grown white men as, as a child, and he didn't really have his father to take care of him or to protect him from the world, and so he took that upon himself and said, you know what, that's going to change with my generation. And so that's why he took, he took protecting his daughters very seriously. And I loved seeing that in the movie. I loved seeing that, you know, he didn't mind. Well, not that he didn't mind, but he, he would get beat up or talked down to or whatever. Um, because he was protecting his daughters and that was something he would never back down from. And I loved that they showed that about him. Um, and there's also a famous interview 
um, that you hadn't seen. I had seen it like a long time ago because, again, it was Richard being praised for protecting his daughter. So Venus was very young. I don't know if she was like 13 or 14, but she was being interviewed by, I don't know. It was ABC News. ABC it News. Like, yeah. And um, so it was this white man interviewing Ooh. Venus, and he asked her, do you think you can beat so-and-so, whoever the next opponent was? And so she said, yes, I, I know I can beat her. And so he asked her, oh, you know you can beat her? She said, yes. And he was like, well, you say that so with so much confidence. And she's like, right, I am very confident I can beat her. And he questions her. So he says, why? You know, like, why are you so confident? You know, why do you think you can beat her? And Richard interrupts the interview and he's like, stop, this is a 14-year-old black girl, you know, herself, you're dealing with her self-image. She gave you an answer. She answered your question. Now leave it alone. Um, it's a very famous interview that I've always loved. I've loved it. And you see the interviewer getting frustrated with Richard. Like, you know, I'm just going to call off this interview. You need to stop interrupting us and blah, blah, blah. But I loved that Richard never backed down ever when it came to protecting his daughters. Um, that just That's just a quick sample that you can find online of how he was always trying to protect his daughters. And for him to already know, like, he was so aware of how important it was for their self-image and what it meant to see Venus and Serena out there playing to every other black girl in America or in the world, right? And so he understood the weight of what it meant for them to be in these interviews, to be playing tennis. And he always protected them. He always tried to protect them. So I loved it. I loved that they were able to show all of this in this movie. Um, and, and they reenacted that interview in the movie, too, and you were able to see that. So I like that they put that in the movie. Um, I'm glad they were able to get, you know, good coaches that were really caring and invested in their futures as well. And um, and the process of getting a coach, you know, for free that, you know, he never gave up. Richard never gave up. He was always trying to put brochures or like a demo tape of the girls um, to get a coach to take a chance on them and and coach them for free. So I'm glad they showed that process. Um, I like that they got John Bernthal as the actor to play the their Rick Macy in this movie. I love John Bernthal. If y'all don't know him, he's from like, he played Shane in The Walking Dead. I think he played some like... He was the Punisher. Yeah, the Punisher. Um, he's been in a few other movies too. I think he's a great actor. I like him. Um, he did a good job. <laughs> um, I think the mom did a really good job. I, I love that they showed that relationship and the mom played a huge part in the girls' lives and training and everything. And I just, I like all the daughters. They had five daughters. So I love how when they would show all of them together, like you just, you feel that girly like vibe and you hear all the giggles and stuff. And I loved that they were showing that as well. I mean, that's always fun to see sisters together. Um, the girls did a great job playing Venus and Serena. They were super cute. Um, and yeah, I thought it was, it was a fun movie to see the little parts of the tennis matches that they had. And, um, yeah, I remember growing up and hearing about Venus and Serena. I, first of all, I don't like playing tennis. I grew up playing basketball, soccer, volleyball, but tennis was very hard for me. And I, I don't even understand like the scoring and stuff. So I never really watched it or anything, but I knew who Venus and Serena were. Like that's how important these girls are. And, um, 
and the impact they had on the world with their talents, right? And and they even give back to their communities too. I didn't know that. Like they they um they put that at the end of the movie that they they do a lot of like camps and outreach camps and stuff like that to the kids. So um, I think I'm glad they put that in the movie. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, I think this was an important movie to make and I think they did it well. I really enjoyed it. There was never a part where I was bored or not interested. Um, I think all the actors did really well and I think it was just a beautiful, important story and, and I loved it. So I highly recommend it. Yeah, I loved it too. Um, you kind of went over everything, um, but I want to, I guess say that the cast was amazing. Will Smith, you know, it's funny because he get he kind of gets known for his like action and comedic roles. You know, Men in Black, Bad Boys, Independence Day, and he's good in those. But whenever he gets to do like a dramatic part, it's he's really he he really does like the work. Like he mm-hmm. in this movie, he's because I guess um, Richard was from Louisiana, and so he has a different accent and he has a different way of speaking. And he embodies that, like, the way he says it, the way he speaks. Like, he's got that down. Yeah. He's got the physicality down because he was an older gentleman. You know, he had problems with his feet. So even the way he walks is he, he you know, he embodies that role and that person. So he does really well um, kind of becoming these other people. Um, so he did really great. Um, like you said, it was interesting that they they – I mean, just the title of the movie, right? King Richard. They went with more his point of view than the daughter's. Because, it, 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 you know, most of the time you see something like this, you're going to be like, oh, well, it's going to obviously be from Serena and um, Venus's point of view. But actually, it's from his point of view. It's from his – it focuses more on him and his struggles to get them where they where they need to be. Um, but, yeah, I love, I love the – everything, you know, the commentary on race and um, – uh, class, you know, how, um, not only were they black, but they were black people from Compton. I mean, like they, that's like the, the most opposite you could get from like the world of the, the, the very white world of tennis. Right. Yep. So you see them go in and I love that they don't show any, any like overt racism. There's not anybody saying the N word or anybody being crazy, you know, but you don't have to, because you see this family of black people come into this, like, white tournament you know it's not a white tournament it's a tennis tournament but it's white people right it's like just white people people. yeah from 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 you know everywhere they're just surrounded and of course they're just getting looked at they're just getting stared at and it's that thing of like what are these people doing here they obviously don't belong here nobody says anything but you can see it in their faces and it's just funny because you know i we as I mean, we're not black, obviously, but as Hispanics, I've felt that that look. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember going to uh, to this restaurant in Bandera, Texas, when I was younger, and my family they wanted to go there for some reason. And just entering into that restaurant, you just feel all the eyes on you. Like, who are these people? They're obviously not from here. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just, and we're the only bl- brown people there, and you just. You don't have to. They don't have to say a word. You just feel it, like yeah. you're not welcome here. Yeah. Um. And that's how it. That you can see that in that that scene in a lot of these scenes. So it's so. Again, it doesn't focus on that, but it's just it's part of, the the experience. You know, it's part of what they had to go through. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I really I really liked that that aspect of it. And even when people would, 
there's a scene where somebody's like this very, I guess, very famous person is talking to them. They're obviously very rich and they're trying to, trying to say, Hey, we, we are going to sponsor you. We're going to help you with this. We're offering you this much money. Um, cause this is incredible what you've done. It's incredible. And he, keep, the guy keeps using the word incredible and Richard picks up on this and he's like, wait, 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 hold on a second. You've said, you've used the word incredible three times now or two times now. Why is this so incredible? And he's like, oh, well, you know, just because the, your, the, the resources. And he's like, no, it's cause we're, you see these two little black girls and that's, what's incredible. Like how could these mm-hmm. people, so he takes offense to that. Um, so it's these little, like what you would call a microaggression where yeah. it's, it's not, you're not being overtly offensive, but it's that the, the way you word certain things are like what you're inferring is that, oh, it's incredible because they're black girls and they're from the, and as he, as he uses himself, the word ghetto, mm-hmm. oh, there's these ghetto little, little black girls. So I love that they show that. And I love, like you said, that I guess if you were really following this, cause I wasn't, I mean, this was like the early nineties, I guess when this was really happening, um, you see at the end of the movie, they show all these clips of Richard being, you know, quote unquote crazy, <laughs> having these big signs and, you know, making a big, a big to do about everything. So I'm sure that's how the media portrayed him as like this. Oh, here's this, the crazy dad from these two girls. Yeah. And they called him controversial, controversial, right? He's, uh, he's always saying controversial things. And, you know, so they, I'm sure back in the, if you were following this back in the early nineties, you saw this as like a media, kind of a media circus type thing. Um, and so I love that they showed the other side of this where it's like, yeah, he was doing that stuff. But he had a purpose for doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. He was – it was to – I mean he, nobody else was going to bolster these girls' uh, confidence but him and his family. So, yeah. you know, it's like he did it – everything he did was for them. You know, he was always trying to protect them because uh, he was smart. Like you said, he was smart. People thought he was dumb. You know, oh, he's some country guy from Louisiana. He doesn't – he talks funny like – people kind of talk down to him, even the people that he would like bring the brochure to. He's like, Oh, you know, I've got these two girls and you can see them kind of laughing and looking at him like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you and everybody else. Mm-hmm. And who's this black guy trying to, you know, what, you know, they always kind of, you know, there's this rich white people. They're just kind of laughing it off, like whatever. Um, so I like that they showed that that's how they, that's how they saw him. But then once they started talking to him, they realized he wasn't some idiot that they could just push around because they're trying mm-hmm. to give him like, oh, yeah, I just signed this deal. It's great. You know, it's a great deal. And most people, you know, I'm sure in their eyes would, would be happy with that and be like, oh, OK, sounds good. And not read anything. Just sign sign on the dotted line. But he was smarter than that. And he'd be like, well, you know, um, let's see what Venus thinks of this or let's, you know, let's let's think this through. Let's not just react to the first offer that's given to us or just mm-hmm. just because you know you're saying that this is a great deal and it's, uh, we should be happy with this you know um yeah that's what i found a lot where at the beginning a lot of these sponsors were coming to them saying you know like that guy was saying oh like y'all got this far mm-hmm. this is incredible so here we can offer you this mm-hmm. and richard was always like i think what he was trying to say was, why are y'all trying to stop us? Y'all think that we could only get this far? Like, I feel like all these sponsors and everyone were already just trying to put a limit on on Venus and Serena because they're like, well, you made it. You made it. You made it this far that mm-hmm. this is incredible, right? But Richard knew, like, no, we can go further. Why are you guys trying to stop us here? Right. 
Right. And his thing was always like, would you do this to these white kids that are playing? Like, it's kind of like, right. what, you know, there's obviously something underlying here, which is that it's the, this, this unseen thing of two black girls doing this. So of course they're always trying to say, oh, you know, y'all are doing amazing. We're going to offer you this much. It's like, and there's that scene where they're like, but you haven't even seen her play. Like, how do you know? Right that this is what she's worth or that she's not worth more than this. And of course, uh, was it Rick Macy? He's like, he's like, what are you doing? Like, take this deal. And they're like, nah, we're going to go ahead. And she said, no. So we're, we're not going to take it. Yeah. So I like that they show that Rick Macy guy. I always kind of like, Oh my God, like what have I gotten myself into <laughs> with this, this family? Cause they're so crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I really loved it. I loved the, all the performances. Tony Goldwyn was good too. He was the uh, initial, coach that they got mm-hmm. um like he's him. he's been in a lot of stuff i always remember him from ghost as the bad guy <laughs> but mm-hmm. he's been in a lot of stuff he's in scandal and i don't know what else but um yeah really great cast like you said the little girls were amazing like it's because they're, and, so uh, cute. they're cute and i love that i was like okay these girls actually had to if they didn't already know they had to learn how to play tennis mm-hmm. because you can't just like sub in somebody else you're i mean the camera is showing these people playing so um i was watching an interview that was saying where will smith was saying that these girls had to learn how to play tennis and play it well Mm -hmm. and i think one of the girls the one that was playing venus i think had to learn how to play with the opposite hand that she's strong in because that's how venus plays so he's like that's amazing to me that she had to learn with her non-dominant hand too Um, but yeah, the, the, like you said, the girls, when they're together, they, it seems like they were family. Like you just, you like you said, giggling and telling jokes and like just leaning on each other and just the way families do, mm-hmm. they, they did it really well. They had that camaraderie. It looked authentic. It didn't look like five actresses playing a family. It looked like yeah. they were five actual sisters. So they did really well. I love, I love, like you said, the way they could, he wanted them to be confident but like at a, to a certain extent he didn't want them to be because after, there's after this tournament they're just like talking all kinds of mess you know <laughs> they're just having fun in the van and they're like oh yeah well that was her best she uh you know talking about their opponent then she needs more <laughs> lessons or something like ha 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 and he's like i need y'all to stop bragging like you're just bragging and of course the wife's like they're just having fun they don't have fun he's like no they're bragging so he gets mad and he <laughs> he's like or he stops at like a little convenience store and he's like here, go get me something to, to drink or whatever. Like, okay. And they all get out of the van and he starts driving off and the wife's like, what are you doing? He's like, I told them to stop bragging and they wouldn't. <laughs> let's see him brag about how they had to walk three miles home or whatever. So that was a funny scene because then they get into an argument like, don't ever leave my kids b- back there. <laughs> but he really wanted them to stay humble. Like, yeah. yes, be confident in your your game and how, and how good you think you are, but don't, be prideful about it don't be don't like you're like rubbing it in people's faces because he's like i don't want you to be like one of those because you can see that some of those um white tennis players they were pissed off that they were losing to these black girls like who are these girls these new girls that they come from the ghetto whatever even to the point of cheating like there's that one scene where the dad's like nope say it was out and she's like it's it was out and they're like what (laughs) because they're at, at this point in the the film i guess they're they tell them to call their own, score their own games and call their own like um, Line. lines and stuff. So that, you know, you have those people that are gonna willing to cheat because they're like, nope, I'm not losing to these people. So um, but he didn't want them to turn into those kind of people. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was so good. It was really interesting. 
as especially for someone like me who does you know i'm not obviously not a sports guy i I think i find sports more interesting on movies than i do like in (laughs) real life um but of course like you said these are like you know everyone knows who venus and serena williams are even if you don't follow sports even if you don't follow tennis you know they keep bringing up names like the michael jordan these are like the michael jordans of of the game and or the tiger woods or whatever and it's like yeah and we know those names because you're these are big names yeah um even within the tennis world they keep they 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 have uh scenes where they get they play with or they meet like john McEnroe and uh pete sampras you know these are these are names that i remember like i remember hearing these names because these were big time names in in tennis um so that was pretty cool that they had <laughs> people playing those roles i didn't realize that they had actually like brushed elbows with those yeah, those people that's cool. um so yeah it was a really good movie really well done really well acted um you get a song by beyonce at the very mm-hmm. end it's a, good a one. new song and yeah i really 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 enjoyed this movie um i'm glad they 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 made it and um yeah it's really all about i guess because i was wondering i was like is this gonna cover like them into their adult playing but it really doesn't it's really all about them uh it's it stops right around like 94 95 like right as they were going to enter the pros you know they they it's all about their them just being in the getting to the juniors and getting to this point where everyone knows like these these are the next big things and it really focuses more on venus Mm -hmm. because as the movie lays out i didn't know this but they they couldn't afford to like pay for these coaches. So they're like, all right, we're going to have to find a coach that'll do this for free. And so that Tony Goldwyn guy, he says, I'll coach. I can only coach one of them for free. I can't coach two of them for free. So he coaches Venus. And what they were doing was they were, uh, Richard would set up his camera, his camcorder and record these sessions so that he could play them back to, um, Serena. And then her mom was training her. Like basically there's these montages where, you see the Tony Goldwyn coach coaching Venus and Richard's over there interjecting like, Oh, I want her to have an open stance. And they're like (laughs) arguing about how the coaching techniques and then they'll intercut with, um, the mom teaching Serena, basically the same things that they're learning, but like, uh, on her own. So it was really interesting. I didn't know that about, you know, about them. Yeah, I I didn't either. I'm glad they showed that because the mom deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, and there's a scene like that where she kind of says, like, I've been there this whole time. I'm the one that corrected uh, her serving hand. hand. I'm the one that did this. You got that open stance for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's not all about you. Like, we're doing this as a team, as a family. Like, Mm -hmm. we're together. I also like, I guess there's uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, so I like that they kind of bring that up every once in a while because he wanted them to have, like you said, that that grounded that grounding of education, still going to, to the kingdom hall as they call, I don't know if they call it church, but going to, you know, to their, to kingdom hall, going to, um, learning languages, like you said, being kids, like I want them to experience being kids. Cause he kept stressing that point where he's like, look at these athletes that you have. They, you push them so hard. That's all, that's all they're focusing on that they burn out and they end up, there was one I, I still need to look her information up. I forgot her name. Jennifer something. Um Capriati. Capriati. Yeah, I guess she was a big deal. She was young too. I didn't realize she was so young. She was only like eighteen and she was found like with drugs or something in some hotel. Like, you know, they just it they push them so much that they have to like take a break and then they end up doing something crazy. 
Um, and his whole thing from the beginning was like, no, I'm trying to keep them away from that. Like the whole part of the reason I got them into tennis and to, to, to athletics was to keep them off these streets. You know, there's a scene where he's arguing with like the cops have been called because one of the nosy neighbors keeps saying that, oh, you're pushing these kids too hard. They're pushing these girls too hard. They're always practicing. They're practicing in the rain. And he's like, yeah, I'm hard on these girls, but I'm. it's because I want to basically instill in them all the the values and 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 ethics that i believe in so that they're not on these streets having to do something else Mm -hmm. getting into trouble basically so i really like i did i again something i did not know about i did not know that they came from compton i didn't know that they had a rough childhood like that well and that's the thing he he did his best to make it a great childhood even living in those situations he's the one like you said that got the worst of it because he's confronting these like there's this a uh, couple of scenes where these these gang members, this one guy in particular, keeps making these like kind of trying to hit on uh, one of his daughters, and she's only sixteen. He's like, you know, I've told you before, she's only sixteen. Leave her alone. She's not interested in you. Very respectful, you know. Trying to just like please, you know, leave her alone. And of course, he doesn't like that, and he beats the shit out of him, and so he gets beaten up a couple times to the point where the daughters are like, "Daddy got beat up again." You know, it's like a normal thing with them. And it's not one of these cool, you know, in, uh, all these, in another movie that wasn't based on reality, the dad would be all kick-ass and he'd be fighting. Yeah, I was like, Will Smith, get up, <laughs> but kill him. <laughs> it's more realistic because it's like, yeah, how is this one old man going to fight these young, like this gang of like 15 young guys? Like, yeah. he's not going to stand a chance, you know? So, of course, it shows them like ganging up on him, like three or four of them beating up on him at one time. And yeah, I mean, he he he's... He's outnumbered and um, he's too old to fight back with these kind of guys. But he that did, never stopped him from sta- from standing up for himself and for his daughters. Never. So I really, really enjoyed this movie. I learned a lot that I didn't know about about their upbringing, about how they got to where they were. So that was really cool. Yeah, and just the confidence that they always instilled yeah. in the girls. I just absolutely loved. Like there was a scene where he was saying someone had told him, you know what the most dangerous animal in the world is? The most, you know, I forgot what else they said, what an addition to dangerous, Mm -hmm. but it's a woman that thinks, a woman that can think. And so since they were little, the parents were always instilling confidence in them and Mm -hmm. um, making sure that they believe they can do anything and that it was, it was just always about the girls. Always, always, always. And I loved that. So I'm glad they showcased that. Yep. Yeah, because that that was I think they made that point too. It's like, oh, she, uh, the mom asks her, like, you, do you know who Sir General Truth is? And they're like, yes, mom, uh, because <clears throat> she's basically trying to say, like, not only was she a woman standing up for herself, but she was a black woman standing up. Like, that's you got a double hard, like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to assert yourself and 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 you know and uh, demand that respect that you deserve, not just. Um, not just take like you said, like like we were saying, like all these these people are kind of like talking down to them, kind of like here you can, you know you should be proud of this. Like you think they're being nice, but at the same time they're kind of like taking advantage. Like well, you yeah. know, you don't know you you don't know what it takes to do this, so you should be happy with what we're offering you. Yeah, and they never were. They were like, nope, we're gonna we're gonna thank you so much, but we're gonna go ahead and wait for the next offer you know yeah and I'm glad like they were always empowering the girls too. Like mm-hmm. if someone came with them to came to them with an offer 
you know, they were going to Richard with paperwork or Richard, yeah. like, here, we have this, we have this. And he's like, well, y'all shouldn't be pitching me. Y'all should be pitching right. my daughter. And so they were empowering Venus to make her own yeah. decisions. And it was just a beautiful movie. I freaking loved it. Yeah, we highly recommend it. Um, it is in theaters right now. It came out on Friday, but it's also on HBO Max, which is how we saw it. I think it's going to be on there for a couple months. So you take your pick, but I would definitely recommend watching it, whether you watch it at home or at the theater. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And the other thing I just want to mention, oh, sure. I know how everyone, every time Richard was like pitching Venus and Serena to coaches to try to get them to coach them for free. They were, you know, constantly telling them, like, you're you're like telling me that you have two Mozarts <laughs> or two Michael Jordans. Like, that's impossible. Like, they were just telling him what what he was trying to say was just impossible and not true. And I just love that he just never backed down. And he always believed that he had two champions. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. Yep. Yeah. And he. And he was right. He didn't listen to anybody. And he said, and the way he predicted it is exactly how it came out. He said, you know, Venus is going to be like number one in the world. But Serena, he tells Serena, because at one point Serena's like, you can tell she feels left out. Like, I don't, I'm not getting to do what I want to do too, because we can't afford it. We don't have the means. He's like, I know you you feel left out. He's like, but I promise you, Venus is going to be number one. And then because you're learning from her, Serena, you're going to be like the best, the greatest, the greatest in, the world. in the world. And he predicted it correctly. Like that's exactly how it happened. Yep. And they're both known. I mean, I mean you, even the other day, you know, they're they showing that commercial with, uh, I don't know what, what cable thing they're promoting, but it's like, look, check this out. And he's changing between, is it Serena? I think he's like, Serena, Wonder Woman, Serena, Wonder Woman. And then he keeps changing back and oh, forth. Yeah. And all of a sudden Serena Williams becomes, she's like in the Wonder Woman outfit. Like, you know she's a she's a known they're both known like icons in 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 the athletics world and sports world yeah so. i think it was important to show that venus was the one that really broke a lot of these yeah. barriers for serena to go mm-hmm. and do what she did too so um it was important to show that i feel like yeah definitely and they also showed i think there was a quick moment where uh one of the sponsors in the crowd was at that big tennis tournament uh where venus was playing um, that Spain player, I think. Oh, yeah. And there were sponsors in the crowd, and they were looking around, and they were seeing other black people in mm-hmm. the stands. Yep. And I, I think that was important, too, because that was the turning point where sponsors were like, obviously, like, oh, crap, you know, yeah. black dollars, right. obviously. They're, like, they're seeing it from a money like, point Hello. of view. Yeah, definitely. But, but that's how important it was, like, where it opened their eyes, like, oh, like, this can't just be a white sport and look what this 14 year old black girl Mm. is doing already to this to this sport she's bringing a whole other group of uh, viewers and fans to this sport and so um i thought i like that they showed that too i mean it was very quick i don't know if many people will pick up on it but because it's you just see the sponsor kind of looking and then you see other black you know families or fans in the crowd and i was like yeah of course like that is very important yeah I feel like, and not to get too far off the subject, but yeah, I feel like that's always a thing. Like it, it's always money, money talks, right? So yeah. the people like that, they'll always say like, oh, there's not a, there's not a market for, you know, black, you know, uh, tennis fans or and there's not a market for even like more recently, there's not a market for like black movies, but you know, mm-hmm. I mean, not, the only people that go to see black movies are black people. And then 
Black Panther comes out and they're like, oh shit, you know, they see dollar signs everywhere. What else can we do that's uh, more diverse, you know, more, uh, mm, let's do an Asian uh, Marvel movie, you know? Like, I feel like there's always got to be those people, like you said, that kind of open those doors and then everyone just, it gives everyone the opportunity to kind of walk through them because you have to be the first to do something so that people can go, oh, there is, this is something that people want to see mm-hmm. or that people will pay to, to see. So, you know, again, it's the, the, if money, money talks. So whenever they saw that, like you said, uh, the people in the stands and then of course, outside the arena, there was people waiting for our Venus, you know, all these black faces, you know, people that were like saw themselves in that, like, this is a story that, that's inspiring to me because this means that I can do something that I am passionate about or have a dream about. So, um, yeah, really, really great story. Really well told. Um, highly recommend it. Uh, like I said, at theaters and HBO Max, it is about I think it's two and a half hours, so it's a little it's a little long, but it never felt long. It never felt yeah. like oh my god, this is going on forever. It, it felt like this was the right amount of time for that this story. Um. Oh, and he kind of reminds me of uh, like Beyonce's dad because you know Richard was getting a lot of flack for being hard on the girls where they mm. were practicing in rain and you yeah. know just. All kinds of conditions, just no matter what, he was on them, always practicing. And then they turned out to be the greatest, right? And then you look at what Beyonce's dad did, and he would make her sing while running miles, right? And and so so she wouldn't get tired mm-hmm. from singing and performing and dancing and all that stuff, right? And now she's the greatest, <laughs> in my opinion. What? In a lot of people's opinions, she's one of the greatest performers um, because she can do that. She has that ability. So I think... It's just it's important for these dads to to encourage their daughters, their children and give them that, you know, confidence and empowerment and discipline too, you know, and believing in them because you get great stars, you get champions, so it pays off. Yeah. No, it's funny because I was thinking about that when you said that about Beyonce. It's like, yeah, you're right cuz she can whatever you think of her, she can sing and perform at the same like dance and sing at the same time and she sounds good Mm -hmm. because you have those other singers who you know i mean it's natural to be like out of breath or your voice sounds shaky as you're moving so a lot of times they have that like back up the pre-recorded vocals and sometimes you're watching them like they're just dancing they're not even singing they're they're, the vocals are coming Mm -hmm. from the the pre-recorded but she does you can tell she's singing live and um so yeah it's funny because it, that reminds me of that open stance thing. Like he keeps arguing with that one coach. The coach is like, no, why do you keep telling her to do open stance? Like that's not how we do it. We do closed stance, you know, blah, blah, shoulder. You know, he he tells them the way that everyone does it. This is how everybody does it. And so his instinct, you know, my instinct as a viewer was like, yeah, why isn't he listening to this guy? Like this, he hired this guy for a reason. Like this guy should know. But uh, Richard's reasoning was like, no, this allows her to go take a, you know, get centered again if she's in open stance. And so they have this argument. They're just going back and forth. Like, I need you to be in that open stance. And he's like, Richard, <laughs> please stop. So it's just funny because I I really thought that he was wrong. And I was like, no, he's wrong about this open stance thing. Obviously, this guy knows what he's talking about. But to the very end, I guess it was that thing about like, no, I taught them that open stance and that's what's helped them Mm -hmm. to become the best. You know, that's part of what's helped them. And again, you have to think, yeah, you're thinking outside the box, like, well, this is what everyone else is doing. What's going to make them stand out or what, what, you know? So 
sometimes you have to break out of that. This is what everyone else does, or this, and it's the same thing even with the the juniors. Like, but everyone's gone through. Mm-hmm. Everybody that becomes a, a that goes to pros goes through juniors. Like you, you cannot. They keep telling him you cannot make it if you don't go through juniors. Nobody, nobody has ever accepted a a, a player that didn't go through juniors. Blah blah. So constantly being told you're wrong you don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and then look what happened like you know he he took their advice but at the same time he's like well i, I appreciate what you're saying but i'm gonna stick to what i think is gonna work for them and, and ended up paying off so yeah. it was really i i it was funny to me because again I, I i didn't know their story going through so i'm with the the professional guys right i'm like yeah they, <laughs> they know what they're talking about he, he why is he not listening but turns out he was they were both right. Like he, they were right in their training of the the girls, but he was right in his like, no, I want you to keep doing this. What I taught you from the beginning, and it worked. So yeah, that was really cool to see that <laughs> as well. Um, so yeah, highly recommended it. Obviously, um, I definitely see some awards for this movie. I hope so. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure he'll be nominated at least for his role, uh, Will Smith, and hopefully the movie itself as well. So um anything else no that was all yeah so obviously we highly recommend it um king richard like i said wraps it up for that movie but be sure to follow us on instagram excuse me at third row from the front make sure to let us know what movies you'd like us to watch and review and we'll talk to you next time on third row from the front Bye. bye